Welcome to the first episode of Dress and Finesse. Elizabeth here with your weekly fashion forward feelings, but balling on a budget tips. Uh, So I first wanted to just give you guys a little bit of background about me. I'm a university student who wants to bring awareness to opportunities to find sustainable fashion options that don't break the bank. Easier for more men and women as well. Um, When I first got to college, I noticed immediately that my wardrobe was not fit for campus or social gatherings. And while my clothes that I had brought with me were cute and I liked them at one point, I was due for a wardrobe upgrade for sure. But on a college budget, that can be difficult and it can be hard to find ways to be a sustainable shopper with great taste and still save as much money as possible. I think it's really important that we first get one term established because it's a bit newer in American society. And that is uh, fast fashion, which describes clothing styles that move quickly from the runway to the stores to keep up with the ever-changing trends. Uh, Some of the most common ones that everyone seems to think of immediately when you hear the word fast fashion are Forever 21, H&M, Zara, Topshop, Shein, Gap, and Boohoo. Uh, Most of these brands will have like a seasonal distribution of clothing that will only last on the racks for a few weeks and then it is replaced with the following styles. So anything that's coming after that, they'll just make the room and clear out the other stuff. Um, And then a lot of the time you'll see that these brands are mass producing garments at a very low cost. And this usually involves outsourcing labor in large factories internationally and also using cheaper materials to ensure that the garments will not be breaking the bank for the average middle or lower class shopper. Of course, I don't want to scare you, and while it's not necessarily bad to own anything uh, from these brands, it is really important to be aware of the impact that you're making on the environment and economy when these items are purchased at the store or online. Another issue that is prominent in fast fashion is that these companies are very unlikely to resell any garments that are returned, despite being brought back in perfect condition with tags attached and absolutely nothing wrong, probably was never tried on, Uh, somebody just decided that they didn't really like it. Um, Most of the time, massive heaps of perfectly good unworn clothing are incinerated or dumped in landfills after being returned as well as any out-of-season items that are left over at the store when the next delivery is made. Um, In the best-case scenario, clothing items are donated to a second-hand or thrift store to be distributed or resold, but unfortunately, that's hardly ever the case. Um, And this is the cause of a lot of our environmental problems, like with the incineration of lots and lots of clothes. It's simply putting lots of chemicals into the air that really don't need to be there. Okay, so that was a lot of information, I know. Um, I was astonished when I first read some of these facts and looked at data for specific brands. Um, some of the facts that you'll find on like Instagram accounts like Chicks for Climate or Fashion Revolution, and even um, on the news or online, you'll see some articles that are discussing these problems. 
um, they're kind of terrifying because the ultimate impact that these brands and the industry as a whole are making on the world with so few people knowing is very, very scary because this involves everybody. Um, and it's not just a one brand is being horrible. It's a collective unit of many, many brands that aren't treating the earth like it's our home. So I was first introduced to a secondhand shop in my college town called Plato's Closet. Um, and it's a chain, so you might have one nearby wherever you live. Um, it's not an ad, <laughs> but if Plato's Closet wants to sponsor me, I'm really not against that. Um, I would very much be happy with that. Um, but basically, they take in gently used clothing items that people don't like, don't wear, or don't fit into that are still trendy and resell them for a fraction of the cost. Um, this was my first treasure hunt find. I started taking my clothes there and got some money to buy clothes that were new to me, good styles, great brands, and at only a fraction of the cost of buying it from the retailer. So, naturally, I got a little bit too excited, of course, and bought more than I needed to. But hey, I was set for the semester um, until I started going there and to consignment stores and local thrift shops, and all of a sudden I had so many cute clothes. I would say that consignment stores are probably my favorite for in-person shopping because the selection is so broad. Uh, you can find vintage clothes, brand new clothes, unique brands, wardrobe staples, brand new shoes, and even beautiful jewelry and accessories at a lot of thrift shops, um, at least around where I live. Uh, now I've gotten my friends completely on board with fairly regular trips to the consignment store and they're buying secondhand clothes with me now, which is super exciting and it's just really amazing to start making a difference and then seeing that grow and like getting more people to join in with your efforts. Um, there's really nothing more rewarding than that, especially when it involves the environment and our future. So you're probably thinking a little bit about how coronavirus has affected the secondhand market. Um, and if not, I'm genuinely surprised because I feel like it's still so relevant um, and everybody still has it on their mind a bit. Um, and even though it's been many months since the initial outbreak, we're still seeing lots of issues in just shopping areas and public facilities in general where people are unsure of whether stuff is clean or even with secondhand clothing, like you don't know for sure where stuff is coming from. So it could be a little bit stressful for a lot of people. Um, but there are options for if you're looking to shop sustainably and not want to make yourself um, so susceptible to a lot of health and safety concerns. Um, and that is where I get into online shopping. Uh, my personal favorite way to buy and sell secondhand clothing during the pandemic um, is through an app called Curtsy. Again, not a sponsor, but Curtsy, if you're hearing this and you want to sponsor me, again, open to it. I love you guys. Um, Curtsy makes it really easy to buy, sell, or trade higher-end brands like Free People and Lululemon. 
Uh, while Cursey is not the only app that exists, it is my favorite. Um, I also find lots of great styles on Poshmark, which is also inclusive of men and women, unlike Curtsy, whose target audience is college-aged women. And there are other ones like ThreadUp, um, which is a newer one, and Rent the Runway has different opportunities for getting clothing from other people's closets and being able to have new styles all the time that won't break the bank and is good for the earth. So that's probably enough for me today. Um, I know that there are so many people out there who are really interested in getting involved with um, an environmentally friendly way to shop. So I definitely encourage you to do some Googling, get on Instagram, see what other kinds of options are out there, do some research on um, sustainable fashion. And I do really want to emphasize that these are not the only options out there. There are lots and lots of other ways to shop sustainably that I have not covered just in this episode. So I really hope that you enjoyed what you've heard so far and stick with me. I will have new episodes coming out um, just regarding how to be an environmentally friendly shopper. Thanks, guys. Oh, ah, oh, you, S, yeah, G.